That was Risk It All by GQ Capone, and you're listening to Yuppie Noir. And we are back with another episode of the Yuppie Noir podcast. This is Grizzy Matt. Young Dwizzy. What's going on, my guy? Cool, man. Cool, and how we cool? Uh, back with another week of the Yuppie Noir podcast, yes, where sir. young urban professionals, young black urban professionals talk about the trials and tribulations of climbing that corporate ladder and just trying to make it in America, man. How, how's everything with you, my, my brother? But we don't see color. That's a fact. All right? Just because we're young and black doesn't mean it's not for everybody else who's of other race and ethnicities. No doubt, but it's no, it, nothing wrong with embracing uh, your heritage and where you come from Correct. And, and, and the color of your skin. So, um, But with that, you know, what's, uh, what's the latest with you? Uh... I mean, grew another year, you know, on this world. Congrats. Big up yeah. yourself. Nah, you know, just another day, another dollar. It's nothing changed but the number, you know. I see a couple grays over there. You uh, look a little chill, in chill, the beard. Chill, chill. That's all right. I'm right behind you, you know what I mean? But I, I can't wait till I'm a silver fox. Oh, I call, I've heard it called. That's what it's called. Yeah, you know. You I just want little... like a gray little patch in the beard or something. It's like a little gray patch. Okay. I don't want the whole thing gray. No, you gotta get a little salt and pepper. A little salt and pepper. I, I'll, I'll take work. I'll take salt and pepper on okay. my. You get you can have the patch. Okay. How about that? That's fine. Oof. Mm. So okay. it worked out. Noted. But uh, yeah. So um. What'd you end up doing for your born day? Uh, a little celebration. Me and a couple of homies. Uh, we all have our birthdays like literally in a week apart from each other. So we like to sometimes get together and just celebrate it all at once. You know, it saves a lot of different individual birthday celebrations. That sounds cost effective. Oh, I like that. Cost effective. Efficiency. Yeah, that's look. So, so we're all about, about it here at the Yuppie Noir Podcast. Not harder. All right. <laughs> that's a fact. So, yeah, we just do a little party, a little get together, a little Airbnb party. No doubt. Um, Gray, it was like a, high, a college reunion. Um, I mean, high school too. A couple of friends from high school pulled up for each all of us. So uh, it was a a lot of uh, a lot of consumption mm. of alcohol. Mm. But we're over twenty one, so we drink can say responsibly, that. kids. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I definitely made sure I didn't go over the legal uh, alcohol limit of driving, but I wasn't driving, so it didn't matter. There you go. So again, working smarter. Again, we had an Airbnb, so it worked out. Get a place to crash. Right. Don't drink and drive. So it's so funny. So after the party, I think Sunday or Monday, apparently like Airbnb is now cracking down on um, having, you cannot rent out places Just to party. Just party. Because <laughs> okay. apparently it was like a big shooting or like a stabbing Yikes. at a, a party at an Airbnb. Yikes. They got rid of that? Well, the, apparently they, they're, 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 they're trying to move it. toward it. Yeah, and they're forcing it now. That was like pro- that's like our Project X right there. Absolutely. Hey, this homeboy, he still got it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um. Yeah. Uh, back to your point about it being a reunion. So a lot of faces there I hadn't seen in a long time. I thought I was seeing some ghosts, but um, it, it's always good to see people you haven't seen in a l- long time. Uh, if y'all fell off for one reason or another, just or maybe sometimes you just in life life takes you a lot of different places. But um, it's always good to reconnect with uh, those folks. So. Shout out to the, you know, the yeah. OGs, yeah, yeah. the old OG rider crew. Yeah, shout out to everybody who gave me birthday wishes, you know, appreciate y'all. Um, 
So do you, so with this whole thing with the Airbnb though. All right, talk to me. They might be losing out on a lot of businesses or the people that's renting Not out might. houses. <laughs> Not too. might. Yeah. Definitely, if they go that route. Um, is there a way that they can make it safer? I mean, I don't want to... Also, you banning up people having parties, what does that have to do with gun violence and things like that? I feel like that was kind of a one-off incident and to sort of paint it as, oh, it's that happened because well, of partying or, or renting a space out for specifically for a um, celebration. I, guess I think that's a little a bit party Okay. At, at a place that is not yours, who's ultimately responsible for what goes on at the but, house? But what does that have to do with violence, with gun violence? Is, so, is, no, no, is, well, not is, just is gun my, violence, my, just violence in general. It was just the fact that it, it, uh, this is not the first time an uh, incident happened at a party mm-hmm. at, during an Airbnb, right? Okay. So with that being said, it's like, because if I'm throwing a party at Airbnb of myself, right. I, I mean, unless I'm worried about my security deposit, mm-hmm. whatever happens to the place, whoever comes is not on me. The cops come. I mean, other than I guess whoever's name is is tied to right the whoever like the agreement with, but other than that, it's not like and that happens. I, I think that, but I think that would happen at any party you go to. Like at any party you go to, you'd be like, oh, this not this isn't my place. I could do what 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 I whatever right. I want to do, what have you. But I guess it's a little different than like if you was at your parents' home throwing okay. a party. Or if you was at your own home throwing a party, you I think you would be a little bit more conscious on how you would handle it. Or like the, you, or you mean like what guests you would invite? Because I'm assuming if it's your all, yeah, own place, yeah. if it's your own place, you're not gonna disrespect your own right. home. But right. what I'm saying the is, guests who you invite, how but much and, turn and up also you do. if you're if you're throwing a party, you want your security deposit back. I'm assuming, or you don't. I don't know how Airbnb works. If you get ratings based off of like when you stay there, your rating could go down. So. I don't think you would invite a, a element that would be, you know, um, negative toward your image on that platform or cause harm to you, your pockets or what, you know, whatever. But I don't know. Yeah, it was interesting, but I was like, good thing uh, we had our party. That's a fact. We got it in. Oof. Yeah. That next day was a little rough, but. No, it was. Look, so, so mm. the thing I kind of did was it was like a mass thing. It wasn't like a, a party like. Hey, this is my birthday party. Come up. It was just like a, hey, okay. if y'all want to pull up, like we're doing something together. Mm. Um, Again, dang, you got that man's number? Damn, that's crazy. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I, uh, Friday, I yeah. No, no, see, then you would have stole our thunder, you know, and then add, no, no. Next year, next year. No, it for was sure, def- for sure. For sure. You're not the first person that hit me. It was like, damn, like I didn't get invited to a birthday party. So, uh, Again, I want to say it was like a party for like a birthday, but it was a celebration of life. And, uh, you know, just it was like, you know, who you thought of at the time, like come through. It was like a last second thing. So but but AJ, if you do have something for yourself, don't forget to include us. All right. Well, again, if we don't hear anything, we'll we'll be talking about it next week on how we ain't get invited. But uh, seeing ghosts, you were saying that how you saw ghosts at the party. Oof. Good segue. Uh, Oof. Do, do any of y'all watch the Power? The Segway Boys. Y'all don't watch Power. No. Well, I watch Power. Please. I watch, I watch Power. Okay. Program. So you saw the last episode? Oh, that was I boy was I pissed. Okay. Okay. But you saw how Ghost was seeing Ghost throughout the whole episode. Yuck. It took him five years to see Raina. Mm. Yuck. Mm. Right, well, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but so it was a whole episode. It was a mid-season finale. Okay. Um, Ghost. So what's this with this mid-season finale stuff? I guess to draw out the ratings for a, a couple of different seasons. No, no. Mid-season finale means the season is mid, and they Oof. gotta save. It. Oof, bars, <laughs> bars. 
Alright, continue. No, but so mid season finale. So they do have five more episodes coming back in January, but he was seeing a lot of people from his past that are no longer living. So his daughter Raina that got murdered by Ray Ray. That old uh Christmas Carol yeah, stores. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. It worked we do, though. We it doing worked. that? It worked. It worked. We saw, doing we doing the Scrooge on Christmas saying the, the Christmas fu- uh past, Yo. future, and present? It did did isn't that hold on, so the Christmas Right. Wasn't that a great show? Charles, movie? Charles Dickens. Wasn't that a great it, movie? It's, it's a classic tale. Okay. So sure. why, why can't you, you... You can't rehash it for the 50th thousandth time. Yeah, and especially not for for a, a, a show like Power. Don't do that. They're going to they run that to the ground. Oh, no doubt. That's that's a that's an automatic that's like the, that's cheat code. That's disgusting. It's a cheat code when Put you do that. Put some ghost in there. It's nasty. Ooh. He saw his girl, Angela, baby girl. He said, Tasha, have some respect. I just lost the love of my life. (laughs) That's hilarious. And um, How you tell your wife you lost the love of your life? Come on. She wanted to be tricking out on these streets anyway. I'm just not saying tricking. I'm just saying tricking. Throwing it at the lawyer. (laughs) She was throwing it at a lot of different guys. Throwing it at the bodyguard. A lot of different guys. Yeesh. This this new nigga Q. Yeah. At the babysitter. I don't even watch the show, and I know. Well, I used to watch the the show. The writing is very mid. Terrible. No, no le- less than holes. that. Less than that. Holes Terrible. Here. A lot of plot holes. I watched one of the episodes from this season where Tommy had a machine gun and was shooting at uh, what's his name? Homeboy's name? Proc- Proctor. 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 Turtle. Proctor. Proctor. For this conversation, that's turtle. That's turtle. That's turtle. You watched Entourage? Of course. You already know. Oh, I'm ten man. toes down to Entourage. Okay, okay. Come on, Vinny Chase. It's the real Aquaman. Aquaman. Anyway. <laughs> So Tommy pulls out the Tommy gun and is just airing the apartment out Tommy to gun. get to get a uh, turtle and exactly. misses like a, magi- a bajillion times and chasing him all through the apartment. Finally gets him into the one room where oh uh, a homeboy's gun ran out and then he just he it lets off the whole clip and nobody heard this commotion yeah, like, going. That's on. what I was about to say. I don't care if you live in a penthouse. You you mean to tell me your neighbors don't hear this AR-15 going it's, off? It's a show. Now mm. when when it's I can right. go down the list on but how many shows are not realistic as it should be. Sure, but it's a show that prided itself on being about realistic criminals the, and being about the underbelly of, you know. And before these last two seasons, the only thing that wasn't really realistic with power is how these niggas was finding parking every day on Dykeman. <laughs> That's funny. On the first try, for a good parallel. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never going to see that. At all. <laughs> Look. But go yeah. ahead. Tell me why you keep watching Power. No, because when you're so invested, invested in it, Kyle, invested. This, this Kyle, invested. You uh, was invested in Game yuck. of Thrones, and the ending was horrible, right? They they're not even doing Star Wars no more. I heard. Right, that. I heard about right. that. Right, they taking people's money and doing exactly. other adventures. Uh, with well, them. you got to get that money back. But they, I think they gave him 250 mil, something, yeah, something crazy like that. Hey, I would have went to Cancun. He wasn't gonna see me no more. But I think they are. Yeah, we, with 250 mil, we going somewhere else than Cancun. We we hitting the Maldives or something crazy. But, but um, you, so you're you're deeply invested at this point. Yeah, but naturally. sometimes, but sometimes, it see, you sound like a, a battered woman. You sound like somebody that they, they keep woman. they they keep doing you wrong, and you just stay with them because oh, I'm just too in, I'm in too deep now. I can't yeah, I can't yeah, go yeah, pretty, yeah, much. Like, you, you, pretty much. You pretty much. You pay nine ninety nine for that free, stars. You pay nine ninety nine for stars. Circumstance. You you, you oh gotta you gotta keep it going. Man, you stream. You not what you paying for? You you well, not paying for stuff, right? Okay, so, okay, so so, I'm keep so so what's your excuse? It's the last season. All right, you gotta see what happens. You gotta see if Tariq is really gonna get that oh, ass what he really wants. Yeah, right. That ain't never gonna happen. All right, look, so I, I, so now I gotta, gotta be tuned you. in for the spinoff with Tariq. Come on, oh, cut no, it not, out. Without a no, doubt, knock this. it off. It's over after this. Right. Knock it off. Oh. They doing a show with Mary J. Blige in the spin of power, uh, power off power spinoff. I, I love Mary J. as a, as an oh, artist. Okay. 
She's not a great actor. Oh, see, actress. This why you well, my guy, Dwight. Yo, so oh, we could have been. We could have been. Got into that because Umbrella Academy. She great, was in that great show. Money she, records. She was horrible. In horrible. Trash. She was doing her leg kicking, all all of that in there. Trying to get busy. She's gonna do the same thing in that power spin off. So but I'm not she watching was that. Dodging power bullets off. like the way she be dodging on the stage. Oh, come on, her and little Kim doing oh, the, yeah. the duckings. Come on, stop it. Uh, we gotta get some video cameras in here because the visuals. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely. Uh, all right, so I agree. Like the the writing this season was very very Luke. It was bad. There was a lot of holes in it. I was the 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 season finale. The mid season finale was indeed mid, but it was one of the better episodes from this season. Correct. Um, I I'm interested. I'm I'm only interested to see exactly how um these last five episodes are are gonna pan out. Who do you We're think shot? Who do you think shot Neff? I don't know, man. I say it's either Jay Z because you know he he did kiss Beyonce on the lips. Yikes. Um, I got I got. Ram- I, I like Ramona I, being. Yeah, Ramona one. was top, and then Tariq and my far, 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 far left option. My man's pulled the plaques to go Burris. He shot himself. Oof. In the club. It's deep. I mean, well, he was seeing ghosts. Maybe, maybe he got himself. Someone made a joke. It was like maybe Kanan's not dead, and he was the one that shot because he was the last person that see him like in that ghost scene, and he was in the club. But uh, I, I hope it's a good ending. I, I please don't rush that's the writing. I, that's all I want. It's just a good ending. Like it, it could be terrible. You know, when you're so invested, it could be terrible. Episodes one through nine, but make sure that tenth yeah. episode is good. I don't think it's gonna happen. Because we talk about I, this. Best of luck to you. Having a bad ending can ruin a show. I not, think I think with Game of Thrones, not really. the ending I mean, Game of Thrones, is so horrible. Okay. Where it put a damper on it, but I think in the future, I think people are still gonna look back so, and be like Game of Thrones is still one of the best shows. I don't think people's gonna recommend people to watch it. So you guys watched? Hell yeah, they will. The the red wedding scenes with the Battle of the Bastards, like people are gonna tell them like, yo, just watch the first six seasons and then dead it, <laughs> and then like everything after that it, it falls apart. But I think that's still gonna be up there in terms of like the greatest shows. So they say the same about Entourage. I I mm. personally don't think the last two seasons were needed. Um, Fair. They could have done without uh, Vinny Chase. On but the, but with a show like that, you just want to be back hanging with like the the crew and then just being the, so like I seeing power. I just want to be hanging out with the crew, man. Uh, that's some nasty crew. Some <laughs> nasty crew. Yeah. It's like, it's a, oof. But anyway. Nah, but it, it's cool. Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, uh, listeners, let me let, let us know what y'all think. Um, are the people that uh you have. That shot ghost If he is shot Or did he just leave it Like it's a dream of his That he got shot That would be the worst thing They could possibly do If it were a dream That I hate when they do Like oh I was dreaming the whole time And then that really happened It's like there are no stakes So next topic uh, T.I. Tip Okay uh, Harris Grand Hustle know, Grand Hustle man uh, He just Rubber had band a, man if you will Correct So apparently he just did an interview where uh, he states that he goes to the gynecologist with his daughter, okay, uh, just to make sure she's still pure. What is that? What is? <laughs> hold the phone. Yeah. All right, go, continue. Make exactly sure she's still pure. Like, like meaning exactly engaged yeah, if, in any of that type of behavior. Yeah. Oh well, well I took it another. Now, all right. So now, if you, because I think about the situation with the Michigan State. 
um, doctor okay. and how he was assaulting um, the different women and things like of that nature. Now, if you were saying, you know, he wanted to just make sure that everything was kosher and nobody was assaulting his child, I'm all for that. I hear that. But so he just want, must know that she's not having like that she's still premarital right. sex or she's right. still a virgin. Right. Yep. Correct. <sighs> All right. So Go he, on. He's been getting a lot of like both ways opinions about it. Like that's a little bit like obsessive with trying to, you know, sure. father your how child. Old, how old is his daughter? I want to say maybe 16 to 18 range. Okay. She's not a young kid anymore. Okay. This is his oldest daughter. So um, how does that visit work? Like, is he trying to see? Like, I've never been to one. I don't, you know, yeah. don't know. This, this is why we need lady guests. We need but lady I callers. But I think gynecologists, they do check if something has penetrated the surface. We're not doctors. Okay. We're not doctors. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's stay. Let's stay away. Don't worry, bro. I got you. I'm going to pull you back from the ledge. Anyway, but what I'm saying is like certain things like that in terms of that you share with your doctor. I know there's that doctor patient confidentiality. But I think so, you have to be a certain age, maybe. That's could be. So if she's not over 18 so, yet? Sure. I'm pretty sure that age is like 16. Oh, well. Again, I'm sorry for jumping there. I just, I just saw that today, that, and I was like, wow. That is a little bit obsessive, and I would say instead of going like that, just have conversations with your kids. So we, we, we've, had, we've, had this, we've had this discussion before, but I think it bears having, again, ultimately I think having open, honest lines of communication with your children as early as possible is ultimately the best way to avoid instead of just being like you know yelling at them about don't have sex before you get married or yeah. do this that and the third i think it's important to know because we have had or been involved or, or seen things at a young age you know so like i don't when we become parents I don't understand why parents start to get naive about certain things. But I don't think, uh, I, I mean, just coming from myself, and maybe I can jump in, depending on the age that you start doing stuff of that nature, how open and honest are you going to be with your parents about that stuff? That's so true. So that's, that's the thing where you, how do you, regardless of having that conversation about the birds and the bees and whatever, I'm not going to tell a person, oh, I was drinking underage. Or well, I'm not going to tell my mom, hey, I'm 15, 16 years old, wilding out, going into these chicks. Not saying I have. I'm just saying, whenever age I was wilding, if it was at a, a young age, would you tell your parents if she asks you or he asks you, hey, are you still a, are you still a virgin? Are you still in this? You may say no. Well, I, I think that's more of a conversation for the mom that maybe you have. But um, I would say, because there are pe parents that, so for instance, in like high school, that like, they might say, okay, it's okay if you have like a sip of wine or at a family function, or hey, if you guys wanna um, hang out here, y'all could like, I, I know you guys are like maybe gonna drink or something like that, sure. but I'll just take the keys and y'all stay in the basement, blah, 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 or hang out with your friends, blah, okay. blah. So like situations like that, that fosters, you know, one, you're not being naive about what your kid might or might not be doing yeah. at that age. But you don't know exactly what they're doing. Okay, okay. So, but, are you, so if you're okay so you, with that part, you know then, then that's sure. Because then so, drinking a little so, bit of wine is so different this, than this, chugging this a bottle be, of Tito. This, this might be a little bit vulgar, but okay, him knowing. So let's say he goes to the gynecologist and there, there's nothing, I guess, penetrating his daughter. It sounds gross to even say. How how you know she's not having oral sex or or doing other things or safer. giving hand jobs? Safer. 
Is it like duh? So does it, not, you can still contract disease No, 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 that no what I'm saying it's safer yeah. as you know, far as. You might not have a kid, right. sure. I but think you, that's you the ultimate just, thing. You know, uh, yeah, but what about contracting disease and dying? Well, I think the gynecologist actually, you do check for sure. different uh, sure. checks as well. So sure. in that case, but I get the logic you're trying to go with as far as. What if she was wilding in other ways right. that is She's not? Like, you're never going to be able to shelter your kids That's 100%. I'm okay from with anything. that. I'm not okay with you know her wilding Rolling like that. I'm just, I'm, if you had to pick one of the lesser evils, okay, right? Okay, <laughs> we're not doing that. All right. Moving on. Oh man, right, moving right along. We are uh, burning through these topics today. Gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> oh um, Solange. Yeah. All right. So what? Yeah. yeah I'm. I'm curious to hear your take. Um. From my so, understanding, so first is, of all, okay. Let, let the listeners know what we're talking about. Solange knows. Uh, she was recently. Uh, she's getting a divorce from her husband. Uh, I think I don't know. If so I think a rumor. they're. I think they're currently separated. Okay. She said they got separated earlier this year, and she went online, kind of t- just venting about. Uh, her body telling her to be still, um, and things of, and her listening to her body and things of that nature. And then she also mentioned that she and she met a, a wonderful man who she called her husband. And then she said that they're, I guess, separated at this point. I don't know if they're so, so it wasn't cheating. Now or, it wasn't cheating. So I don't know. Okay. So oh, that okay. so that's that's what the, the that's what the whispers are. But you know, again, we weren't there. We don't know. So. Oof, R.I.P. to Eddie Guerrero, but I was, that's, uh, I will hope not. I will hope, after, especially after the, the ass kicker she gave Jay-Z on that, that elevator <laughs> over, over, you know, Beyonce. But that's success, you feel me? Yeah, that's a, I call him the tea kettle black. It, yeah. But again, we don't know that she cheated or she was committed infidelity. You know, she sometimes you just have a what's called a conscious uncoupling. So I want to go back to go forward. Shoot. So like in the last conversation with parenting, I like it. I like right? it. I like it. So you may have been like I may have been wilding as a kid, you know, doing stuff like maybe drinking, engaging in in that type of behavior. But if I find my kid doing it, it's an issue. I'm not gonna be like, you know what, you know what, I was doing it at your age. I get it. Handle your business, player. I'm a, you're gonna want to be stricter on your kid. So I said it with the salon. She like, look, that's my sister. She can't cheat. Now I can cheat. Nah, but she. Can't. That ain't it. <laughs> that's Cause, not cause it. Chief. You can deal with your own emotions, but if you you don't want to see your sister, or somebody in your family going through that hurt. You get me? I'm not rolling. And also, I'm not right? rolling. I'm not rolling with the fact that you been if you, just because you did some BS in your past that you being stricter is gonna have. The desired outcome. I don't think that's. Sure, going, but I don't think that's going so to. So you're be not going to enforce that those rules with your kids if you did something that it's wasn't not a, favorable. It's not about enforcing or not, but you being more strict, you being extra strict because you know you were not doing some strict. BS. Well, that, say, that's what you kind of implied. But I'm just saying, you just because I did it. And sure, I, you, I'm not, and you I'm could still, you could change certain rules, but ultimately that's that's not the conversation we're having. Okay. The conversation we're having is about Solange and. What are, are we saying? What, what what's the discussion? Uh, I don't know the rules here? if it's infidelity, if you're separated. Um, well, sometimes people grow apart. I think they were married for eleven years. Um, they have a child, maybe children. I don't know if they have multiple children together. Um, I think sometimes people grow apart. Um, it's unfortunate because she's you know such the very spiritual, um, very into you neo know, soul music. Is that what they call it for her? I guess you could. I, first of all, her first album, um, A Seat at the Table, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Great album. Phenomenal album. Second one, uh, I couldn't do without. What's the one? That's the one with Cranes in the Sky? Yes. In yes. 
that that had a lot that of women you. get it going too. It's a good song. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But I guess whatever whatever you got to do for you is, is the best. So I don't know. But I'm I just feel like something about that hurt me because I was like, I don't know, man. I felt like she did my man dirty. <laughs> I can't prove it, but. <laughs> Man, we, we, we're here with you, King. You know, uh, stay Salute. strong. Salute. You know, you whatever she did, don't don't let it affect you. You're, you're mental. Nah, right. Solange, great person. Her husband, wish them nothing but the best. Um, big ups to the to the whole nose clan. So hopefully, this could maybe produce great music. Maybe because sometimes, all right. So what do you think about people who about are it. in a happy place? And then making music versus when they go through some type of turmoil or trauma. I, I, I hesitate to say that some of the best music comes from a pain, a yeah, place of yeah. pain, but he kind of does though. Yeah, yo, Kanye even, gave us 808s and heartbreak after his his mother passed. Yeah, I look. Yeah. I'm just thinking about. Um, he gave us my beautiful dark twisted fantasy after he, all the stuff he was going through with um homegirl with the uh, from Philly. Even like all if you if you. Amber Rose, thank you. Even I, if, you if you look at any sorry, like R and B songs, it's all about like you know infidelity and cheating. I should have left your ass. Right. Then. Mary J. Blige, prime example. Mm. Her best music was when she was going through it. I'm not gonna cry now. It's yeah. not the time. Because I'm thinking about like I'm happy. Horrible song. Horrible. I just want happy is a hit. I I, I hated it. Happy was no one's that never that happy. But but, but <laughs> everything after that, when she was like really in a good place, I was like, Mary, I ain't trying to hear that. Yeah, like, I want to hear about ain't no hateration or holleration in this dancery. Seriously. But what um, do I know? even um, I'm thinking about like you know the Jay Z's and stuff. It's about you know the hardships, the times where they had to start sure. being no, the nobody want to hear about hoes Basquiat's and and Patek Philippe's. And, come on, man. <sighs> Heart I could have bought a place in Dumbo for two million. Heart cries no. is one of my favorite Jay Z songs. Yo, it's a fact because it comes from comes from a real place. He was fucking up. Yeah, yo, I want to hear about that that raw stuff, that drug dealing. You know mm-hmm. how he lost ninety two bricks. Mm. Got it all back. How he get it back? Right, mm. like yo, I want to know about how y'all them you know eat cereal out of cutting the two liter boxes of, of 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 soda. And making those as bowls. When y'all was playing basketball on the crates, y'all cut the top out or cut the bottom out of the crate. Come on. Use as a hoop. You see those, you got to leave. I'm just letting you know now. <laughs> you see those, you see people playing on that, you got to do. Time to go. I want to know why they, they was hanging up shoes on the wires, Yikes. man. That's because it was dying on the block. Yo, you, I, I know. Uh, what but, happened to that But I'm boy. just saying, like, <laughs> do they know about it? That's, this is what makes music authentic. We don't want to hear like now this music now that we're hearing about it's a little weird, a little weak. Are we being negative Nellies though? Is this being is this toxic behavior? No, 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 no. We're no, not. No. We're not. We want people to stay in a in a a, a negative, bad place. Whereas you know maybe if they go to therapy, talk out their feelings, talk out their traumas, and then get to a better place w- within themselves, so, and then we like yo your music is trash now. So I, I want you to stay in a messed up state. I want to correlate this again <laughs> to another subject that kind of makes the same sense. So I think athletes. All right, break it down. The best athletes come from like either single parent homes or some type of crazy ass story. 
That fuels That's fair. them. That's fair. You know, I, the people with the two, two mom and dad and the, they had everything growing up. There's no hunger in that. There's well, no story in that. Necessity is the mother of invention, right? Mm-hmm. So when you need to, when there's absolutely no way but to find a way out, you mm-hmm. gonna, the, that, that pressure busts pipes, but it also makes diamonds. I like that. So, you know, when you come from a, a downtrodden area and your only way is to make it out is, is by that ball, you're going to make it work by hook or crook. So I, I think there is something to that where, you know, some, some pain and some turmoil um, ultimately can lead to, um, you know, success in, in other avenues. Look, but it's not that many people that I can remember, that can see maybe they don't promote it as much, that doesn't come from some type of trauma, some type of adversity, like that is serious, that affected them as a young age for them to get out of it, you know. So I, I don't... And we're not saying that all... All of it, like, for instance, like, we're not saying you can't come from a good two-parent household, you know, right. living good and not be successful. I'm just saying the majority, if you look at the end of for, for instance, you get yourself a Christian McCaffrey who, you know, good, good family, good good stock, uh, you know, f- father played in the league, and then he's one of the best, you know, a candidate for the MVP of the league right now. But then you get a whole bunch of other people who come from a lot of uh, – in disenfranchised and impoverished backgrounds that somehow made a way out for themselves because it might have been potentially been their only way. So, right. anyway, I think that's a great place for us to stop. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we are back with the Yuppie Noir podcast. So now we're going to sort of get into our main topic uh, for the day, or or uh, we're just sort of expound upon it a little bit. But um, the topic I kind of wanted to come in today and talk about is a little bit about leadership. Um, as you know, if you heard from the last podcast, myself and Dwight just accepted roles in leadership um, in our respective organizations. And we, uh, you know, I just wanted to come in here and talk about sort of one, what is leadership to um, each of us? And then two, what are some of the things that we're doing within the role uh, right now to uh, exert and show leadership um, in our organization, and then we'll just have a sort of free, free, free flowing conversation from there on. Uh, so I'll, I'll yeah. start off. Okay. So um, in the you know sort of management role that I'm in now, um, I was just looking one looking to be um, as helpful as possible. Ultimately, I think the best leaders um, lead from the front, not the back. And by getting your hands dirty and actually, you know, putting in the time and the effort and sort of grinding it out, um, you know, you show you sort of lead by example. Um, and so that means showing up early. Um, I'm the first one there um, usually to in, in the mornings um, doing the extra legwork or, you know, helping out in terms of the, the grunt work. Um, not showing that I'm above anybody um, because if I'm going to uh, ask somebody to do something, I want to be able to do it myself um, if need be or, or show them that I'm, I'm willing to do uh, that thing uh, as well. Um, and then I had a good conversation with Cassie, who um, or is a previous manager um, of our uh, the both of us or is a, a section manager for the both of us. Um, but she was really telling me that in terms of leadership, you know, when you're sort of straddling that fence from going to an individual contributor to a uh, leadership position, it's really about being able to go from uh, just running a process to being a process owner. 
or, you know, um, basically sort of seeing things from a high level. So sometimes when you're in an individual contributor role, you just sort of figure out how to do your day to day and just do your little uh, sort of uh, cog in the machine. But being a leader uh, is really about sort of stepping back and seeing the big picture and seeing about how the process in and of itself works from a higher level. Um, and then understanding the, you know, sometimes when you're an individual contributor, you just understand the what of what we're doing, uh, but you don't necessarily understand the how. And you can get by with just no, without knowing the how. Uh, when you're a leader, you have to really understand how everything works with another thing in organization and sort of understand how they all work together in unison. So I think that's one of the, my main things uh, that I took away from our sort of discussion is uh, seeing things from a high level and finding out the how and, uh, and the why um, as to why we're doing things. Um, all great points. For me, uh, it jumped me back to being a leader and leadership starts prior to you even being in a leadership role. I believe, you know, I think what put us in great positions to become leaders and become into a management role is because we showcased being leaders in our individual contributor role. I think um, we was going above and beyond from our, just our day-to-day, which showcased us why you was ready for the next step. You know, so I think being a leader is something that's within already, something that you, you, you're willing to take on even when you don't have that title. You know, something that's kind of like just, you know, you, you just kind of birthed into it versus, you know, oh, since you're a leader now, I guess I have to lead. Uh, so I, that's what I think of when, it, when becoming a leader. You know, I think for myself, you know, being a leader was once I got, you know, into the role and understanding the job, I was helping other people out already. No one told me to help other people just doing it, leading by example, um, using, you know, positive reinforcements as, as a way to assure, assure other people that they got this and they can do something. So um, even I, I compare it back to, like, sports, you know, like, you know, in those interviews, like, how are you a leader or how are you a team player? And I think even being like a point guard of a basketball team, I think that helped me be a leader in a way where I can lead a team. I think that's something that's very big and crucial where – you need to make sure everybody that's on your team is on the same accord, you know, knowing their strengths and weaknesses and how to utilize it um, to their full advantage. And you do that in the same thing in, in the workspace. So I, I like to use sports references as a way to compare to a lot of different things, but it definitely makes sense from on a, from a, being a point guard to being a manager, you know. So that helped out. Like you're bringing the ball up. You're you're leading, being the forefront of, the, of leading, but at the same time when something does go well, your teammates get their credit and accolades for it and not only you, you know, something that they can shine at the same time as you. I think that's what's being a good leader. So I think when moving into the management role and becoming a leader on the floor, it worked out where it was like an easier transition. I mean, it's still some differences that you have to overcome and learn through just because it's a new role. But I think that the, the basic principle of it is very similar, you know, um, talking to other people how you want to be spoken to and, you know, treating everybody with respect. Um, stuff like that is something that's very simple and it's very, like, basic. Um, the only thing that you, you start learning from a management perspective is, like, the do's and do nots, um, learning the hows of things and how the machine works. Um, and that's how, like, now you're, like, graduating from being a player into coming a coach. Mm -hmm. You know, you, lose, you use everything that you did from your experiences on the field and going to battle with your teammates to now being able to put that in a different perspective because you see it from a different lens. So I think that's what I learned from being a leader and having the leadership qualities. And now 
using it to our advantage and still learning through some of the the, the little fine minute points you sure. know you know learning the hr aspect of things what you can and can't say um the interviewing process all that extra stuff that goes along with management positions um which i love i went to school for it so in this case it, it only adds to it and from what i learned and then build from it. I think you make a good point about, um, I love the analogy of the point guard, um, you know, and putting people in a position to succeed. I think management and be- leadership um, is all about that because another thing that somebody told me was that in order to know if you're a successful leader, you should ask, am I making the people below me successful? Am I making my peers successful? And am I making my uh, the people above me and my managers successful? If I have can answer yes to all three of those things, then I'm successful. So therefore, like you said, if, if you're a, a point guard, you're not worth a damn or you're not worth your salt if you're not getting your other teammates involved in making them successful. Um, so that's a great point that I think you made. And then the other point that you brought up was about um, leadership being innate. So I think that is a, um, a good uh, sort of dichotomy, maybe a bit of a discussion because I don't know if it's necessarily um, innate or just natural, right? Some you you think that some people are just kind of born into leadership or or kind of already have like the leadership spark. Myself, I've always felt like I never sought out leadership, but leadership kind of always ended up finding me. So in in a way, you might be able to say that saying is in me because like, for instance, like you brought up with basketball, I never sought out to be like my team captain or things like that, but just by leading example or carrying yourself in a certain way, you know, your coach, my coach would pull me aside and say, hey, I need you to be the leader or the captain of this team. And then, especially, you know, with captaincy, you know, that's something that's voted upon by your peers. You don't just raise your hand and say, I'm a captain. Other people tell you you're a captain, um, in, in uh, you know a good captain anyway. Um, and then even in my role currently, you know I kind of played around with the idea of management. Didn't always I was like, eh, I don't want to be responsible for other people. Right. But then when people continually come up to you asking for help, asking for advice, um, asking for you to sort of um, you know help them on their way, you know those are the things that kind of keep coming back around and kind of end up pushing you down down that path. So some people do have, I guess. I get it, get, did come all the way back around to say, you know, I kind of do think you have a little bit of it, that quality it's a, it's, in you. I mean, it's, it's a combination. I think a little bit of it is learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what makes you like a, just uh, takes away from being a good leader and a great leader is having a little bit in you already as it is because certain things you can't teach. I think certain things it just comes through, like comes with experience and just understanding like people and just different things. Because um, there's a couple people that could be the best worker and can lead by example, but not not great with people, and it could be an issue when it comes to being a leader. You know, um, if we're looking at basketball, some people may think like guys like Westbrook and James Harden may not be great leaders because you know there's because they're 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 statistically shown man triple doubles and I'm bringing my team to win, but are they vocal enough? You know, are are they these guys where? When someone else is not doing right, do they, you know, come bitch and moan, or do they, like, you know what, keep your head up, let's get it, let's get after it. Um, I, I, you know, it remains to be seen because with basketball, the only way you can really determine if someone's a great leader sometimes is through the success of your team. You know, how 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 do you win? Even though that's not always the case mm-hmm. for how you determine a great sure. leader, but or, that's, but or are gonna are people gonna follow you? 
you might be leading, but is anybody following right. behind you? Right. <laughs> if, if nobody's following you, then you're not a great leader. Right. Um, if people are willing to, you know, fight for you and go to bat for you, are you able to motivate people? You know, these are the things, the sort of intangibles of, you know, leadership that, you know, you can say you're a leader all until you're blue in the face, but are you motivating people to go above and beyond? Are you motivate? Are people willing to um, fight for you or pull in a, a common direction toward a common goal? Right. Um, so. You could be the best player in the world, but you know if they're not riding with you, then I don't know if that's leadership material. I agree. Yeah. So, I, I, this is a a good topic, you know, to expound on, and, and I think we we touched on it. And um, and another way to determine success is like you want to see the people that like you hire that you bring in. Do they go on do bigger and better things mm -hmm. as well? You know, do they go somewhere else with it and. Um, you know, bring other people along the way. It's like those football coaching trees, you know, mm -hmm. we see all the time. You know, somebody somebody might have been uh, fruit off of uh, Joe Walsh's tree. Is it Jim, is it Jim Walsh? Who's the 49ers coach? One the, the, the famous 49ers coach? Never mind. Anyway. Bob Walsh? Uh, anyway, let's say Bill <sighs> Belichick. Now, Bill Belichick... <laughs> he his coaching tree is, isn't very fruitful because all of those guys Nick they go Saban. elsewhere. And you would have said Nick Saban. Nick, Nick Saban, I like sure. That. A lot of their coaches, um, or the like, Dabo's, Dabo Sweeney, uh, Lane Kiffin. A couple of those guys came from. Yes. His, his okay, Nick Saban does yeah, have a good okay, tree. Nick Saban has a, a better better yeah. tree. So you know <laughs> that that type of leadership, I can't believe it took us that long to get to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I was just but, letting you you know you talk you know, but no, it, it works out so. Uh, let us know your thoughts on, you know, you know. Yeah, we love to um, sort of incorporate the, you know, the our audience on IG and things like that. So we might put up a, a poll or something to that effect um, sort of get you guys involved. Let me know. Uh, let us know your thoughts on leadership and, and uh, management. But yeah. uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the water cooler. And we are back with the water cooler segment. Uh, this is when we talk about all things sports, the things that you might gather around the water cooler at work and discuss with your your coworkers. Um, but we just had uh, we're recording this the day after uh, the first college basketball game. College basketball is open tonight. Um, we saw the what is the name the that classic the Champions Classic. The Champions Classic, where Duke played Kansas. You heard. And uh, we had Michigan State playing Kentucky. Kentucky. Yep. Uh, all, this is the first time since, like, back in the 1993 or four that all the top four teams played on opening night. That's cute. But this is the first time they were ever in the same building. Ah. Right. Gotcha. Madison Square Garden. Yo, and a lot of, lot of, uh, I'm going to wow. eventually go. They play here every year. You're Madison not a real Square. Duke fan, man. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go. I mean, I, I actually drove to Duke one game, but I, I was really pissed that I didn't know. That's fandom right there. In Madison Square Garden. I was like, yo, if I didn't know, I would have went. So you, you don't go to Heat games when they're right, right across the bridge in Brooklyn. You don't go to Duke games when they're right here in New York City. What, what, what team do you go and support? I'm just like a. I like the person to watch it from my the comforts of my own home. Mm. So does that mean I'm not a fan because I I don't go to an actual? But you have game to go at least stadium? once. You have to see it. Yeah. Okay. Your team. Kanye West, once. your favorite favorite rapper. Did you ever go to a concert? Dude, them tickets is expensive. Oh, okay, got it. Got but it. you, had, but, but you had, oh, thank that's you. My but, but you, but you <laughs> had, a, you had an opportunity to go see. You them have opportunity for, to go to Kanye West concert. You got a chance to go to a Chance concert. 
You had a chance to go to a, a Heat game against the Sixers. Well, again, for inexpensive ticket so prices. So again, I hate to so, use this as a crutch. I got a plug for that actually. I was injured. Well, you were injured. Now you were injured. At the, in the month of April. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I April. Know. So I, I, I wanted to go, but by that time it was a farewell tour. Ticket prices did skyrocket. D Way knows my heart. Yeah. Everybody knows that I'm a D Way fan and I'm a Heat fan. I don't need to go to a game to have that validation. So I'm good either way. If you say so. So again, you just started going to Sixers game because tickets were cheap. Let's not do it. Let's not do that. Let's not do it. No, they, they were reasonable, and and that's my squad. You know, being a Philly native. So talk to me when you go to a playoff game. I did go you to did, a playoff game, but you didn't so, buy a ticket. That was the game you didn't buy. <laughs> Pardon me. If someone bought I'll me a ticket, yell on the mic. Then I would have win. But um, Duke. Um, that's my my team and also AJ's team. So uh. I was I was a little worried about what we was gonna get out of this Duke team. Lost a lot of guys last year. You and me Lost both, four starters. Um, but uh, what are your thoughts, AJ? What do you think? Um, I think I mentioned this earlier. The fast break transition is is something is something different. Um, yeah, they don't have a yeah they don't have a Zion. They don't have a RJ Barrett. They don't have a real thorough like first option score. But they make it up in other in other areas, which is which is perfect. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see um, this teamwork and cohesiveness that this team is is, is presenting right now. Uh, this could take them further than last year, because last year we really relied on two or three people. So it's, and and it's, it's not, hyped. Yeah, it's no longer it's no longer eight man rotation. It's yeah. nine, ten. Yeah. You you looking at the end of the bench? Yo, they really started go wild last night at the two guard, and I was like, okay, this is a little interesting. Who else would? No, no, no. Cassius Stanley started. Yeah, no, he was three. three. Yeah. They didn't start Wendell Moore. They started Goldwire. Uh, Matthew um, Hurst started. Wendell Moore got a little bit of uh, maturing to do. Yeah. Because he, I you mean. still think it's high school where he can do all these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think of Vernon Carey? Um, I like from what I saw. Um, it's good to finally see it against uh, a better competition and, and guys with big men. Because. What we saw from the highlight tapes from high school, it was like, okay. bullying little kids. Yeah, he was, he was moving little dudes. Yeah, so I like to see him. He does have a little footwork. I like to see that he is establishing post-presence, and we feed him down low because the inside-out game is hard to come up, come come across. So I, I did like that they were feeding it down to him. Yeah. He was kicking out for yeah. threes. That's the, one out. of the easiest shots in basketball. Last time we it. had a post-present was 2015. You know what happened then? Uh, National championship. Jaleel uh, Okafor. Go. Uh, Jalil, Jalil uh, I, guess, I guess Justice Winslow. 2016? No, 2015 is when we won the national championship. I know, I know oh. that, but I'm thinking like other years. I don't, I don't respect no, We don't Kerr. have pros. Duke's not a no, notorious yeah. for having. I, I think Coach K is going to get them back to playing team ball. Um, a lot of ball movement, a lot of uh, diving on the floor. Y'all might revive the slapping of the, slapping of the ground this year. No? Depends, you don't think depends. so? Depends. Okay. We'll see. Um, Cassius, Stanley. Uh, Should a little bounce on the fast break. You know, LA Native, what up? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but that brings us to the other team that I think is probably going to be better than y'all. I like that Kentucky team. I like that Tyrese Maxey kid has some unlimited range with shooting from the logo. Unlimited range. Green light. I said, what's going on? Super here? green light Come off on. of the bench. Come on. Twenty six clip. Ra. And the, the one thing I do have to give him credit, it wasn't a three like at the beginning of the game when he took that last one. It was crunch time. Right. I mean, it was up to so the kind of but it still was a big three, a big three for him. But we'll see now when it comes to like AC, uh, SEC play for them, or when you're down. Who, who's in the SEC that's going to challenge them? Florida's number six in yeah. the country. Fair enough. 
I stand corrected. <laughs> and Georgia. They got that kid. Um, um, I forget who. Edwards. I forgot his name. Memphis. No, Memphis is in the American League. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah. Eh. So they're gonna have some games where it's gonna get tested a little bit. I mean, and always when they play. Uh, when they play against, I think they always have a game against Louisville, even on the conference. But they have like a little rivalry with Louisville. True. And Louisville is ranked fifth in the country, and that'll be a good game. And they balled out. So that's I, th- be I thought they said that was the last. Like last year, didn't they make a big to do about that being like one of the last, like the last time they'll play each other or something like that? I thought oh. they might have ended that rivalry. That would suck if it. That would be terrible. That's the case, yeah. So, but I remember, I remember when Rick Pitino used to have a white suit, and then Coach K coming in. Real nasty, but we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about Murder Inc. But um, so uh, and then there are all the other two teams were uh, Michigan State, obviously Tom Izzo, always a well coach, uh, well oiled machine. I think he's gonna use this loss to be able to sort of get their head on straight and say y'all not as good as y'all thought y'all were. Um, we need to get in the uh, you know back in in the, in the gym with it and really uh, work on the team basketball. Uh, I think they had a lot of turnovers that game, if I'm not mistaken. No, that was the Kansas game. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, Kansas. And that's with yeah. Bill Self. Uh, got a couple returning guys, but 28 turnovers in your first game. It, the fact that they were still in that game is amazing because mm-hmm. any team that you saw in a stat sheet, 28 turnovers, and if that leads to points, you're usually out that game. So uh, If that had been last year's team with all those turnovers, it would have been a problem. Yeah, yeah. But I think Bill Self is going to use it as a coaching point. Uh, for the team, and uh, I think Kansas is still a good team. I think first game jitters, again, playing in a big stadium like that could be tough. But I think we're going to be seeing all four of those teams uh, that we saw yesterday is going to be uh, making it making it in, uh, for the national championship. So For sure. Uh, James Wiseman, another uh, highly touted prospect, had a good game. I think 20, uh, double-double. Um, oh, so did they win that game? Plus. Yeah, they won, okay. they won by a lot. They blew them out. Memphis, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Eddie Hardaway, so, man. Yeah, I mean, he, if I coach you in AAU for like the last four years, I would hope when I become a college coach that you will come to my team. But well, that's my issue. So what happens after this year? He's not going to get no recruits. So, so he got to get make him, no, get no, his no, name up. If he could, if he could get this Memphis, uh, thing. also he got uh, the dude Precious Achua, yeah. who's another, another good one. So yeah. it, it depends on what they do this year. If they, you know, impress this year, let's say they get like a Final Four berth or a Elite Eight berth, that might continue to um, make yeah, them still. I feel up like there. the only reason why he got a good class because he had a, a, a hometown native. Okay, it's like it's like LeBron James if he would have went to college. I think he would have stayed at Ohio State or like oh, like University of Ohio or Akron or something. Sure. Like you get you 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 went out a little yeah. bit. He said Ohio. Kobe said uh Kobe said uh, Duke. Duke. Well, it's wait it's wait and see. We yeah. Really, we got to see what they do. So it's um, interesting to see, but uh, I, I'm I'm glad college basketball is back. It's my, one of my favorite um, sports. I'm, I was a little skeptical about Duke, but I I got something to cheer for this year. I think this team is gonna be just fine. Nitty gritty. Yes, sir. Like yes, sir. Locked in. They also announced during halftime of uh, one of the games the. Uh, Basically, the top four, or they actually they did the top twenty-five, but they announced who's going to be in the in the playoff or what what the rankings are for the playoff. Um, I believe they had Ohio State ranked number one, followed by LSU at number two. At number three, they had Alabama, and then fourth was Penn State. Notably, if you uh, are reigning champion, Clemson was in the fifth spot, so they are currently out of the uh, playoff picture or out of the playoff seating. Um, and then six, I believe, was it Georgia? Georgia. Georgia is six. So 
Um, but ultimately, uh, a lot of those teams have to play each other, so Clemson will have a, a you know be able to make their claim uh, to get into that top out. four. All they got to do is win out because Ohio State and Penn State, who are in the top four, um, both of them, they have to play each other, and then also LSU right. and Alabama to play this weekend. Right. So yep. So Penn State plays Minnesota this week. So it's four versus seventeen. Uh, PJ Fleck, they might they might fall out of it right now. Right. Uh, LSU, Alabama, that's two versus three. Looks like at Alabama. So, like you said, it, the teams going to have to start playing each other. It looks like we have about four more weeks left of regular season. So, yep. it should be interesting how things play out, you know, who wins, who loses. And I think Dabo Sweeney uses this as motivation to say, hey, you see the disrespect they've give, given y'all with us being the reigning championship in, or champions and we're in fifth right now. So he's definitely going to use that as some bullets and board material um, for them to sort of just win out and uh, sort of get into that playoff. But, okay. but uh, I'm excited. I think this whole college playoff and how they're doing it now with announcing it uh, makes it very interesting for the colleges and people who like to watch college football. No doubt. Uh, so shout out to them on that. Uh, NBA. What's going on in the NBA? Oh, the main thing with NBA, Kawhi Leonard, uh, right now it's like a big issue with terrible, the- soft. We we play. You're paid to entertain the masses in the marquee matchups on on national television well, like well, that. Let's 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 see what's happening right now. So with Kawhi Leonard for our followers, okay, uh, is the guy that just won a national champ uh, a champ NBA championship with the Toronto Raptors. Correct. Went back home to the L.A. Clippers. Instead of the and he picked them over the LA Lakers, um, he's the one with the the what they do, baby. And hey, now hey, and, hey, that, hey. and his new his new meme is hey hey. <laughs> <laughs> and the one with the laugh, I'm a I'm a funny guy. <laughs> so that's that's him. He's trademarking all of that. Um, basically, uh, he's been resting on back to back games. So already, right, I think he believes he's about to miss his second game out of seven or eight now. Um, it's been a little issue, and I guess also what Kyle is upset about is uh, he's missing out on national televised games. We're there against marquee talent. Um, so this, so he was supposed to play. Well, the Clippers play the Bucks. Do you know if they're in Milwaukee or they're in Milwaukee? Okay, so but I'm lying to you. Uh, I'm lying to you. Uh, well, either way, a marquee matchup where you have a reigning MVP of the league versus the reigning finals MVP, um, and they would be going head-to-head. Uh, it could be a potential NBA finals matchup for this year. Um, and then you have one of the stars or alleged the, the alleged best player in the league deciding to just sit out because of rest. Now, my thing is, okay, I understand the rest aspect of it. You're trying to keep your body fresh. Well, then you should have rested last game instead of the one that we have or, you know, been hyping up and all of the commercials and things like that. You can't tell them pick and choose what a person ain't going to rush? I absolutely can if I'm signing your checks, if, you're, I'm, you're no, not, if I'm the owner. The owner's if, if, okay if, with that. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, stop saying it just rest. Apparently he does have an injury that his he medical staff. He don't got no staff, injury. His knee is fine. It, the medical staff said it's his, his knee is a knee issue that's been reoccurring. Yeah, right. It's the same knee issue that he was having issues with last year. Uh-huh. So, again... I think he's being very precautious. And again, you, if Kawhi says he knows his body better than any one of us, right? And I'm not going to deny this man to rest out of the game, especially this guy that's won a finals and he knows how to win games and he knows how to do it at the highest level. LeBron would never. 
LeBron missed how many games last year? Because he was actually hurt. Actually hurt. Un- unlike Kawhi. Come on, man. I saw the who's sitting out there just because uh, I don't feel like playing back to backs. Uh, I love LeBron. Soft. I saw that man cramp up soft. in the final talking they, about they, he needed potassium. They call this man Kawhi the Terminator. They they call him like a robot. Hey, robots robots don't feel pain, right? I'm sorry, did he give oh, that name? Right. He's a human being. Oh, right. See, that's what that's no, what but, you but, fans but, get right, the game but, messed but up. But he's playing it up. You saw that Terminator commercial, right? What are you supposed to do? Okay. Not take the money. Okay. Not take the money. Okay. Uh, well, then, it, like you said, if you don't want to, if you don't want to play that role, don't do that. Then don't do. Okay. I'm oh, it sorry. It is what it is. If you don't want to be looked at like that, don't play that role. It's okay. No, I'm still gonna be looked at like, like I I am I am a man. I need I need these back to backs. I need rest. Don't 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 be playing into the machine hype then. See, so and he and in the interview you see the interview. So last in game in his interview he says the reason because he does now what like LeBron doesn't take care of his body after games post games, and he says I want to be able to play with my kid when he grows up like. I don't want to be walking around all hobbled you can, and all. You can do nimble. that. So take off last night and not the marquee matchup that we've been hyping up. Marquee How about that? The, the How Bucks, about that on think, national television with about the Bucks and the Clippers? You think you worry about the Bucks? It's not about you worried about them or not. Marquee we got matchups. we got people paying good money to come see this Patrick game. Patrick Beverly we still got, playing. We got ratings to fulfill. Patrick Beverly. We, we we have we have a bottom line. Lou, Lou Williams. Nobody playing. pays money to see Pat Beverly. What about Lou Williams. Nobody pay to see them. Montreal they, they, Harris. They pay to see the reigning Finals MVP. That's who they pay to see. Look, look, Kawhi, get better. We know what you're gonna do it when ain't no better. He's fine. <laughs> you keep saying get better. So question, like, he, was he, he not playing he through injury no through issues. the playoffs last year? He was. Yes or no? He had all, se- all season to recover. So he's hurt already. Oh, the Terminator. Never, the Terminator hurt already after five games. Yep. Got you. Yep. How you hurt after five games? You we just the, the season just started. The, wrong the season just started, Dwight. And, and you know what's gonna we happen? Five games in, so your knee this. can't be hurt. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Your knee can't be hurt. Tyler, right. So then LeBron, take off la- no. last night and not tonight. How about that? So when LeBron comes in later at the end of the year, LeBron doing too much right you, now. You can still do it. LeBron, that's an animal right there. He wilding right oh, now. Three straight triple dubs. He wilding. Oh, 30 point trip dubs. No, he wilding. Oh, yeah. Big balling. I think he about to turn Watch 37 team. this year. He got to chill out. He gonna hurt Quiet something. them haters. I'm knocking on wood. That, that man, different. Yeah, we'll, Dropping we'll see. dimes, we'll getting see, buckets. We'll see game Go, 81 Grabbing it off the boards, going coast to coast, two-hand yamming. Oh, and I got a three-point now? I got a step back three from you know you know that left wing is favorite that's his yeah, favorite wing. That's it, that's it. Cash money. Yo, Luca, come out here. So right now he's in contention for MVP and defensive player of the year. Duh. Come on, that's man. Be Anthony Davis though, Duh. man. He's still in his shine. That's fine. But yo, that that, that yo, aunt, looking scary though. Yo, and you can have this when I'm done with it. I got a couple more years of this. You add us when when I'm done with it. You Chill, feel me? When he done with it, he gonna go to Chicago. You heard him. I heard. Team. Yeah, well, that was weird. Uh, what was I, that about? All he said, I guess, the question was, "Do you think you'll play for Chicago?" Like, bro, you just got here. Right. Shut shut up. Right. But I guess that he was in Chicago because they just played against right? the Chicago. So, so, but what was the question? Like, do you think you ever come back and play for your hometown or something? Like and that? he said, he said, "Well, I am a free agent next year." That's all he said. That's not funny. But the thing is, he can't say yes or no because that's tampering, and it's also like I guess. How is that tampering? Like, I, if he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna play for the Chicago next say, year." Yeah, yeah, I don't know. L- love Chicago, live here all my life. Great city, you know. It would be it would be a, a dream come true to play uh, for Chicago at some point in my career. Come on, I, why am I better media trained than these guys that do point. it for a living? That's a good point. Huh? It's great. Anyway. This has been another episode of the Yuppie Noir Podcast. We appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening. If you made it all this far with us rambling, I don't, God bless you. Amen. But I'm going to say big shouts to AJ of the Greenhouse Pod okay, okay. Thanks. for Thanks our for our engineer. 
I want to say thank you to Dwizzy. Great leadership. Squad. You put in a lot of hard work today. Sir. Happy born, my guy. Yes, sir. Appreciate uh, it. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, shouts to B Merch. He's not with us right now, but we'll be back soon. Work obligations. Absolutely. Busy man. Here. Come on. Bright lights, big city. Gotta make this money. Any parting words before we get out of here? Stay woke. Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I like it's, that one. It's Yuppie Noir signing out. <laughs>